Hi guys, how you doing? Genesis of Jesus, your host Gina speaking. I just want to read out some Bible notes, like biblical oh, journal notes. Praise God for a new day. I don't know if I read these out before. I wrote all of this in my journal on the 20th of April. You know when you, when you start a new like journal bit with God and you put the date on? Or sometimes you tend to forget to put the date on because when you're so like want to write a lot of things with him. These notes were taken from the book Battles Christians Face and I'm just like reading it with God right now and I'm thinking shall we just pull in another episode because I think it's really important to put these in now now is the time um so I was thinking shall I you know put this in a podcast or should, is it just going to be my personal time with Jesus you know like sometimes I'm thinking like what can I share what shouldn't I share you know like I hope you guys are doing well I really hope you are all doing well and you are staying close to him, you're trusting in him, you're reading your word, you're reading your word, well I meant you're reading his word, you're listening to him and being close to him and just at this point because um, even now like right now there's a lot of deception going on, there's a lot of voices um, and we just have to hold fast to God and cling on to him and know his truth. Because there is so much, there is a lot of voices out there telling you to conform to what they're doing. And you're like, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hold fast to God. There are people out there who will try and suck you into their movement. And it's dark and deceptive. So we, we rebuke it all. We hold fast and firm to God's truth. And yeah, so I'm just going to read some, some, you know, do a little bit of reading with you guys and relax, get your cup of tea or your banana milkshake or whatever you have with you. Um, and we'll just jump right in. I'll try not to make it too long when I can go on a bit of a ramble. But I'm sure you guys just play me in the background or something or just pull it on when you're driving, you know. But I'm just reading it out and I'm thinking, let's just pull it on a podcast, you know haven't done one for a couple of days but um i really hope you've been enjoying the episodes i'm praying that god has been ministering to you that the messages have been ministering to you and um you know that god's been talking to you through it because we really need him at this at this time we really do we just really need jesus all of us we really really need him and um his truth his word it has the final say so um i have everything his truth um, has the last word he's the one that has the last word not us not our emotions not our feelings not what people say god has the final say i'm just gonna read it because i was reading it i was thinking this needs to be in it what is that book's name uh the author is robert's one that's who it is okay so we're gonna read it honestly i just because i made a mistake in my voice recording and i went back thinking Am I, am I going to be talking over myself? And it was literally... that This is this is why it's Jesus right now. This is Jesus because... Honestly, I've just... I've literally just played back. I know, like, you'll hear me say this. But um, I just played back at it. And um, I thought I was going to talk over myself. And it was going to sound a bit, like, cut off. But one bar... Yeah. Anyway, I don't... <sighs> jesus is helping me right now honestly that was jesus i can't i can't explain that you know when you just like move back and to like edit something right yeah that well no 
Okay, let's not be uh, distracted because let's go. I don't know how to explain what happened. That's all. That's what I'm trying to say. Right, now I've got my school here too. SpongeBob. We have Jerry. Hey, everybody. Um, and eggs. Hey, you know. I'm just can't wait to go to heaven. <laughs> I know, I'm right kidding, I. Yeah, so, um, eggs. If you want to see a picture of eggs, I'll put him in the thumbnail. But eggs, he, he's all ready to go to heaven. He's got his bags packed. So, eggs the bunny, by the way. Would be a great Easter um, theme thing. But yeah, anyway, but... Like, this is the, the guy speaking in his book, and I was, like, taking um, notes and stuff of, and what, like, spoke to me. And this is what is exactly happening. This is what, like, it's so funny. Those who, like, are in darkness and deception are literally, like, basically making the Bible, like, more true, you know? Like, the, the scriptures and the word, just basically making it all true, you know? Like what they're saying, it just it just basically aligns with what what God's saying. It's just funny because they think they think they know it, and it's just like yeah, okay. You carry on, you crack on. Anyway, don't crack on because we don't want you to crack on in your sin, mate. We don't. <laughs> anyway, it's not even funny. Uh, let's just humble ourselves. Okay, right. Don't be surprised. I should not have needed the intervention of my friends. Bible itself makes it clear that the Christian life is a battle. It is true that those who belong to Christ, Christians are strangers in the world. First Peter 1 1. Peculiar people in brackets and a question mark. Whose true home is in heaven? We have entered God's kingdom and experience in this life some of the wonderful blessings of salvation, forgiveness of all our sins, friendship with God our father by the holy spirit and fellowship with brothers and sisters in christ but although we belong to heaven we have not yet arrived there for the time being while we wait for christ's return we must live in this fallen world with all its sin and suffering throughout our lives we will have to fight against the world the flesh our sinful nature and the devil we are not immune from the effects of the fall. Christians will face sickness, loneliness and depression, employment and death, along with everyone else. We can also expect to experience extra hardships because of our allegiance to Christ in a world that rejects him. And I, I was like, yeah, that's true. People reject the truth. People reject Jesus and go by their own pride and destruction. Our experience in this present world will be mixed. Peter can write to Christians. I can't even remember him writing, but yeah, anyway. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with unexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the goal of your faith in the salvation of your souls. 1 Peter 9. Right, guys, let me just stop there because let me just tell you something now what i'm learning with jesus is that um or my walk with him right now is that um he's been testing like my faith and me to like whether if i'm gonna follow my emotions or, and feelings at this point or am i gonna trust god and his word now there's been two occasions where i did act out in my flesh and my emotions but then it was quickly resolved and i you know forgave like people 
now that because we've been soaking in the word and realizing like some people are really deceived about something about like that pride movement like they're really deceived and they're going by their feelings and their own self and rejecting god and seeing how they pick and choose the um like pick and choose like scripture and twist it yeah it's just not right and i remember doing it too to justify myself and obviously i just look stupid let me i mean i'm actually owning up it was um you know when you're in the wrong you're defensive you take offense and you i I remember like not using scripture properly at one point i think it was towards like a friend or something and they were you could tell that they were like biblically sound based christian and i just sort of like used and that's when i realized that's why they blocked me because i was a bit immature i used my emotions and stuff and i was like oh, why are you doing this now and yeah obviously but now that the lord has been taking me through this journey it's like i just want i need you to keep trusting in him and not ourselves because we are what is that what's that scripture about the heart is wicked do not be deceived don't follow your heart because it's wicked yeah and then i'm realizing when i'm I ended up getting into a little bit of a not a debate because I'm not here to argue. I'm here. To, we're here to pray for people and love them, but and take them to Jesus because He is the truth, the way, the way to heaven. Right. So yeah, it's just. But when they're not listening, they will pick and choose what they want out of what you said and use it against you. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I can't, and they tell I can't be friends with someone like that. And I'm like, well thank you for showing me that who you really are you know and how you really feel so um and 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 what you're saying towards me is yeah um but you know that's the thing is we got to love them even though that they're persecuting us even though they rise up against us even though they're shoving their pride flag in our face you know we know the truth and at the end the truth will still stand whether they like it or not the truth is truth we can't do anything to change their minds it's only god that can so we leave it we leave this and all of that nonsense and debates or whatever or them coming up against us they're not coming just against you they're coming against god himself they don't have like they might have an issue with you for what you posted or whatever but it's god that they're offended by and then god is like use that to mature me to not even fight back or argue but pray for them and love them and I didn't even take offense either so I just like to thank God for like maturing me and that and helping me have other like sisters in Christ to, to help me with it as well whose side are you on you know are you on the good side the light Jesus Christ or are you in the darkness the devil who, who are you serving have a think about it our experience in this present world and, and Jerry's gonna have a go at me now because he said don't bring this up and i'm like well i've got to tell someone haven't i i mean i've got to tell these guys on journeys with jesus if like they're going through uh, persecution as well like bless those that persecute you but don't let them like suck you in their sin because they even try and like ask me to conform to what they were doing and say come join us sort of thing it was like yeah this is satanic <laughs> and i was like i know the truth you know it's like i'm not gonna join your your prideful party you know i'm not i'm not going that direction i'm not going 
you know, I'm not, or I'm standing firm with my, with my Jesus, whether you like it or not, you know, so, they were trying to be all smart as well, it was just silly, but at the end of the day, it's, God says, like, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing, yes, they, sometimes we don't, we act in the flesh, we think we're right, yep, we know, even though God knows we're wrong, and we're being a bit of a baby, we're throwing our toys out the pram, and we want to get our own way, but actually now, God wants us to humble ourselves to him, and know that we can't do this life alone, at least own up and say, no, God, I can't do this on my own, I don't even know what I'm going to do for the next five minutes, you know, like, I don't know what my life's going to be like tomorrow, I don't know what I'm going to face tomorrow, but it's so, like, rest assured that you're resting in God that he knows what you're going to do tomorrow and he knows what you're doing next week. Like, he knows how your day's going to go. But, yeah, people trust in themselves. And this is just, it was like an eye-opener to see, like, oh, this is how they really feel. This is how they're, not even how they really feel, but what they're doing. And it's that they're blinded by the spiritual side of things as well. So it's it's truly warfare, like spiritual warfare. I hope and pray that it ministers to you and God speaks to you. Is it, yeah, a friend sink or a friendship? At this point, I think that friendships kind of sank last night. So <laughs> I realised that my feelings sort of clogged on and then it got upset. It was like, you know the truth first and then your feelings sort of catch up after. It's weird. So I woke up this morning and I was feeling all kinds of upset about it like disappointment and just all kind of like rejected and everything and I was like but lord I don't even want to listen to these feelings right now because I know like it's responding to what happened you had a connection with this person but they believe in a lie you can't be friends with someone who's walking in darkness god will have to separate you to protect you and reveal to you this is who they're serving we can pray for them who are in darkness, but I think uh, there's a point you have to set boundaries for yourself because they might influence you to do something wrong and sinful and could you affect your relationship with Jesus. And if they're not for him anyway, you know, they're against him. And Jesus isn't against us, he's for us, you know. If you're for me, who can be against me? Okay, well, one second, guys, I'll have to do this again. Hi guys, welcome back to Genesis with Jesus. Um, sorry, I wasn't able to complete the voice recording on my iPad because it's full up. So I'm on my phone. So you might hear a slight change. We're getting back to battles Christians face. But because of our salvation, it's not yet complete. We should also expect to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. 1 Peter 1 6. It is well in my soul. This book focuses on eight of the many battles Christians face. No doubt some readers will be enjoying a period of peace with little hardship. If so, may these chapters prepare you for the hard times that will inevitably come in the future. Others will be conscious of being in the thick of battle. You may be battered, bruised and struggling to persevere in the Christian life. If so, I hope you will find encouragement in these pages to keep pressing on. Our battles will not last forever. Peter wrote to Christians who reminded them that they could look forward to an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade, kept in heaven for you. 1-4 Look on the things above and not on earthly things. 
but suffering changes our perspective. God can use it to lift our eyes from this temporary world and fix them on the eternal world to come. Open your spiritual eyes. The Holy Spirit is with us, never leaving us or forsaking us. Jesus sent him to help us down here in this life on earth. Oh, there's some bits and pieces that I put in as well. Then at last she would be with her Lord and could enjoy eternity with him, free from all the struggles of this life. This world is not our home. It's temporary lack of vapour. Thank God for sending his Holy Spirit filled word to help encourage us down here. Our battles can be used for good. Whatever happens, we can be sure that God is in complete control. Our sufferings and temptations do not take him by surprise. This is comforting to know. Yesterday was not a good day. I reacted everything and I was not being still. I asked for forgiveness of course. It if gave me he knew that day was going to be hard for me. He knew what day we would face before we walk through it ourselves. How do we become prepared? And then um I hear music as well as I'm writing so that Matrix City I put my faith in Jesus. In the mystery of his sovereignty he both allows them and purposes them for our good. Peter writing of our various trials encourages us. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than it says, I'm not swayed by my thoughts by my thoughts today. Jesus is fighting it out. Amen. But we are to trust that God is at work refining us so that our lives bring more glory to him. I believe that God uses suffering to strengthen us and glorify himself. Not just because the Bible teaches it, but also because we've seen it happen most often shine the most brightly with the love of Christ but that I receive from my sorrows and pain and griefs is altogether incalculable what do I not owe to the hammer and the anvil the fire and the file oh that's where I saw it okay yeah, yeah right so the one in this down during church right we were singing about the hammer there's a hammer, there's a fire and a hammer and, or something. I was thinking, with Bible study, like, relates it, you know? So that apparently by Charles Spurgeon. It says, But the good that I receive from my sorrows and pains and griefs is altogether incalculable. What do I not owe to the hammer and the anvil, the fire and the file? Colossians 3, 1, 14. Don't compare your life to someone else's. Scripture. Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. That's not in there, but I remember that. I remember the appropriate clothing to please God. Do not be worried about what you wear, scripture. You're writing with God and then you remember scripture along the way. And they conform to the style of a particular group because they are desperate to fit in, to find acceptance within that group, and also have a sense of belonging and an identity. It gives them the pride movement. People feeling that they want to fit in and feel like themselves. This is what it says here. God doesn't look at our appearance, he looks at the heart, your heart. Our concern should be what God thinks of us. Don't be afraid of man, but please God often drives our choice of what to wear. Clothes have a huge significance for us. We waste hours, even days, worrying about what to wear on a particular occasion. We spend sums of money filling our already overflowing robes with clothes which we hardly ever wear. Take ages to find the right uniform for church. God doesn't doubt that. Turn up to his house in your pajamas. Come as you are, he says. He wouldn't mind as long as you're there, you know? And I said, got a new episode coming on. <laughs> here we are, we're right here. The world's obsession with image. The world's lack of identity. The world's lack of security. I am how I look. I am what I eat. Oh, this is awesome. Because I, right, I wrote this, I feel a new episode coming on. And I was like, I really 
and obviously I was waiting for the right time and this is obviously the right time isn't it amazing how God works um yeah I am what I eat I am what I wear I am what I buy I am what I do compare conform consumerism it is a commodity to be designed and then realized through the lifestyle purchases choose iPads in my choice of car home decor kitchen iPhone music to create who I am who I am in Christ my identity is sealed in Christ Jesus scripture dot dot I didn't pull it then I didn't pull it to be seen big house is the primary force shaping our culture today it is the force that makes us buy things not because we need them like Amazon products and things oh it's chasing empty things if you don't in it oh that's Jesus literally he put you put like your amazing Christian music right and when you're doing your your study with him, he puts it on at the table. Socky going, my heart keeps chasing empty things. And then because that's a song called "If You Ain't In It," I'll, I'll have to play it then. Yeah, you're chasing empty things. Ain't in it. That's it. Consumerism is a primary force shaping our culture today. It's the force that makes us buy things, reduce food, even when my mom says I don't need it. Um, they give us an identity. And is our what reduced food? Okay, this is dictated to us by the media, by mass by TV programs, social media, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, TikTok, YouTube. Um, we know fine by whether we drink beer, wine, Pepsi, or Coke, PC or Macintosh. Read the Times or tabloids, then listen to shopping or Coldplay. What? And go camping or cruising. Identity is a huge problem in this day and age. The LGBTQ people trying to influence their false doctrines inside churches and schools. God sees what's going on. What we then see, our view of ourselves. Our culture's obsession with image is bound to have an effect on all of us. Plastic surgery, transgender community. When you die, you'll still die the same gender. You were assigned with at birth. Dysphoria is a mental illness and demonic influences. If self-image is rooted in nothing deeper than a well-presented image and the affirmation received from others, it's easily destroyed. A full part in your choice of shoes can mean a collapsed sense of personal worth. Have your identity sealed in Christ, not fallen, stumbling man that changes all the time. Yes. Right. We can make a difference, Danny Gokey. See, Danny Gokey was proper like agreeing with this, you know. But love is on a mission. Do do do. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, right. Solid foundation, but in Christ, if not, it comes away. Scripture. Dot dot. And I didn't pull it in. Because uh, like, and then I'm remembering the scriptures as well, and I'm like, Scripture. Dot dot. And I didn't do it. And if everything depends on me being successful what happens when I fail this book God picked for me to read and study today amen our view of ourselves our view of others our view of God and I said I love these nuggets God this book is going to help people that are suffering and struggling and stumbling in their identity and self-worth this will break their gender dysphoria nonsense the more we allow ourselves to be infected by the world's mentality the further we will drift from God Unfortunately, people are so, so far away. But you never know, like, God can reach them back. He can reach them back in his arms at any time he wants, you know. 
this is one to eight, you know. Then that's far gone. Never too far. That's the song. You're never too far gone. That's it. Right, yeah, I need to um, I need to get the lyrics out. But I've seen your hurting heart. And to the lost. This is aiming to the lost. Jesus is trying to stretch his hand to those who were running away from him and hating him. You know, they, they, that's why they're deceived. This is what it's all about. You know, right? listen to this. It says, I have loved you from the start. I have seen your hurting heart. Your hurting heart. So they're hurt. They're hurt by what? Shoved the Bible down their throat so hard it hurt them. They've been hurt by not being spreading the gospel as, you know, act, you know, but it's not by our works, is it? Anyway, we've just sown into it. And it could be do the walk. But anyway, and you feel, but you keep on hiding, so guilty for what you've done. But there's no distance too far that I can't reach you. There's no place that's so dark that I can't find you. Anywhere that you are, if you need proof, take a look at these scars and know I love you. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter what you've done. You are never, you are never, never too far gone. And this, I really angry at me. For, I didn't mean to stomp on their their pride flag. Not 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 physically, but I meant like virtually. Um, that's a shit. Be angry. So yeah, it's, it's for those lost. It's for those lost lost sheep. Love right now. So the enemy's like um. It's never it's the turn back to Jesus. It's never too late. So this is why I'm. That's the thing. I don't. I don't. I don't hate. Because of it, I'm not offended by what they're saying. Obviously, if you're gonna mock God, then obviously you're crossing the line here. But you know, I have to protect myself and block. But you know, lost. We're here to tell people to repent back around, give your life to Jesus. Because this is serious. Because you don't actually know what you're doing. You're walking away from the truth, and you're walking away from heaven. You're walking away from heaven and you, you think that, oh, I've got this all by myself, I'm handling it all by myself. We, I cannot live a day without Jesus, even for five minutes. I end up spilling yogurt on the stairs. I end up, <laughs> the moment I walked in earlier on, honestly, seriously, the moment I walked in, sorry, I was an appointment and I just put in my arms and yogurt with me, but I did. And what I go and do, it's spilled all over the floor, and I'm, I'm really hoping my mum doesn't find out, because she'll scream, and she wasn't in a great mood to come back in anyway. So <laughs> they will fall at your hand. They say, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine handling all my rubbish in my hands, these bricks I'm carrying, whatever you're holding, yeah. And then you drop it, and look, it smashes. Like earlier on, right? I think my mum was cleaning. She's cleaning an oven or something. She's cleaning something. And I heard a smash, and I'm like, what was that? And, well, I'm like, see, this is for our purpose, right? So, yeah, the, the spilled yogurt analogy, and, yeah. Anyway, let's just carry on. See, he must have used that for a reason. <sighs> By the world's mentality, the further we would drift from God. It's like being in a storm, the waves chasing you away, you know? Um, family is to say, stray of God's word. The world will always distract, disturb, disconcentrate, or disconnect. But that's away from God's truth. Yeah, yes, and they're blind. Remember what God said about blinded? They're blind. 
by the darkness. Yeah, we follow Jesus, who was despised and rejected by men. Isaiah 53 3. No wonder why Jesus. Dot circle. <laughs> dot dot circle. Shot face. It is impossible to know image, status, approval of men. If I were a pleasing man, would I be a servant of Christ? Yeah, I remember that one I wrote. Don't you know that friendship with the world is hatred towards God? Anyone who chooses the world becomes an enemy of God. That is why I had to block. Unfortunately, we see it. We can tell them the truth, we can tell them about Jesus, we can tell them about that he loves them and died for their sins, but if they're going to reject the truth, then leave it to Jesus it out. We've only done our bit. We've all we've done is sown seeds, you know. God loves us in our sin. God's gift of new identity in Christ. God's gracious gift. Those who doesn't have a relationship with Christ are lost sheep in this fallen world. Ultimately, we find our identity and security in God and a relationship with Him. Our distancing ourselves from God dates back to the fall. Interesting, very interesting. We lost our true identity and security the moment we turned away from God. Ever since we have tried to fill the gap by our own efforts, we have sought to recover our lost identity and find um, with out any help from God we cannot save ourselves oh and the Lord just downloaded another a scripture about um he is like given them their own desires like he's basically left them to their own wickedness to their own uh, foolish ideology what's the scripture he's being their own sin or wickedness like just he's saying oh if that's what you want then here you have it then sort of thing you know because if you keep like rejecting him and disobeying him, he's like, okay, fine, have what you want, you know? <laughs> That's probably what he is. Yeah. Anyway, our only hope lies in God. This is linked to what I said earlier. What did I say earlier? Okay, again. There's no pressure to earn your grace. You have gave it all away. There's no pressure. I don't have to be perfect. You tell me I'm worth it. That's it. God found me in this book. He's responding to all my thoughts and shenanigans. And so there's hope in front of me. Danny Gokey. What? Yeah, I'm yours. There's no pressure. This is a blessing. Quiet time. Quiet time with the Lord. Oh, quiet house. Quiet time with the Lord. Super, super on time right now because early on. Oh, the scriptures, you know? Oof. Yeah, anyway. If we are to be free of obsession with image, we must stop focusing on what we seek to create for ourselves and look instead to God. And to be honest, I'm not condemning them anyway. I'm not like, that's the thing, I don't hate them condemning them. They just need Jesus' help. And it's obviously they're rejecting the truth, they're rejecting his help. So God's left them to it, you know? He's like, okay, don't want my help then. Do what you want. It's what you're saying, right? You know? And that is right now. Full of status. Anyway, like honestly, I do as well. I'm like, oh god, I'm fine. I mean, I can carry my stuff from the car just fine. What I go and do? Oh, please, I really pray this episode. <laughs> She'll be like, where is it? Where? Uh, I hope not. Screaming at me. Uh, <laughs> I was like, it's all cleared up now. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, 
free from a world's obsession with image, we must stop focusing on what we seek to create for ourselves and look instead to God and what alone he can give us. I guess this is why things are the way they are. We can never find our true identity. The world fills it up with temporary things. This is why I have filled up too. Oh, this is in brackets. We can only receive it in Christ as a gift of God's grace. This book could be the key to set to be set free. Only I read it and apply it. Podcasts can set your minds free from the world's obsession and conformity patterns and will open the door for Christ to take back your hearts and in minds and minds in him in him. And I put a lot of like dangerous which is interesting because I said about that earlier on. Setting captives whenever I read God's word it's like my eyes have been sharpened. You have made my Christ. What what did I write? 22nd of April 2023 and this was on a Saturday apparently. This book or our relationship with God or cause temptations, we don't want it. God knows what we need. The whole book, this chapter, convicting my heart, uncomfortable, that's what it is. That's why they're so offended. God convicts them of their sin and they don't like it. And so they run the other direction. Like, I don't want to be convicted right now. Yeah, I remember that one more night I gave my life to Christ. And I was like, my journey with Jesus, like, my beginning. At the beginning, I was, like, so uncomfortable. I was just, I don't like this. <laughs> That's probably why they find it uncomfortable. Because God is revealing their sin. Right. Because God is, like, light and the world's dark. Darkness. And obviously those who like darkness don't aren't in the light, are they? Yeah, anyway. This is it's so accurate. Temptation. Devil finds work for idle hands. Men, you see it today. Focus on our relationship with God before anyone tries to take our attention away from him. Is this a distraction? Probably yes. A combination of loneliness and boredom can be fertile ground for sexual temptation. God has not ordained this or use it for good. Let's ask him. It is vital that we have an effort to develop in and maintaining close friendships. Maybe pray about where God wants us to be. God designed all of us to be relational beings. We ask God if we cause of intimacy in godly relationships, the less we will seek such intimacy in sinful ways. His presence is strong. Sheep are so always want to connect with others that would mean oh this um of my bible notes um and then other episode too juicy you know it's just juicy jesus <laughs> never said that before um yeah i think i'm definitely gonna yeah um but it's just so much to hold in so much to contain and I just hope that all of this has blessed you right now. And do pray on it. Ponder on it. Pray about it. Take it to the Lord. If there's something that, you know, he's convicting you about as well. Um, thanks again. Praise God. All the glory be to him. And I hope to see you in the next episode of Journeys with Jesus. Like, honestly, I'm really enjoying this. It's, it's eye-opening to me. And, and it's just, yeah. Anyway, take the episode. And also just share this and f- follow. And, um do what you need to do to 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 spread the message of jesus to, to people who really need jesus we need so we need jesus uh, uh you from the coolness of the garden to the chaos of the fall 
When we saw the Red Sea parted in Jericho's tumbling walls Our love was leading us to freedom You were teaching us your song Through every page of history You're right where you belong From the beginning to the ending You're the center of it all It's for you and it's from you Santa 